Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Barty, Jack Dish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Mind Your Business. An interesting topic today, entrepreneurial failure. That's an occurrence that's unfortunately not uncommon when it comes to business owners. Yeah, and of course, people deal with it differently, right? Some rise from it. Others end up choosing an entirely different path. Yeah, those who rise from it will tell you that the end result does make the journey worth it. Well, our next guest was once a self-pronounced failure. Uh, Despite all that, he didn't give up. He went on to start another business. We'll find out how his previous failure has led him to becoming a better business owner. Jonathan Quack, founder and CEO of Globotix, is on the line. Jonathan, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning, everyone. I'm good. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us this morning. Let's start off by getting some context about uh, Globotix. Tell us a bit about this company. So we provide autonomous floor cleaning scrubbing robot. So our robot has been deployed across all the different verticals in hospitals, in schools, in uh, Changi Airport, SMRT. Yeah, so it's, it's basically same as what you use at home, but it's uh, much more advanced. Mm, tell us more about that. Elaborate on how it is much more advanced, in what ways. Right. So it has a, it has a better safety feature. It could cover more areas. Yeah. So it uses more sensors and you can incorporate AI into a robot as well. Jonathan, you sound like a brilliant man. I want to dive into your past a little bit before we we dive to where you are right now, before we continue on where you are right now. You are a self-pronounced entrepreneurial failure. Why are you so harsh to yourself? Tell us a little bit about your backstory here. Yeah, so I had my first child in 2007. Mm -hmm. So during that time, I came across this book by Glenn Dorman, How to Teach Your Child to Read. So in the book, it says that uh, you are able to teach your child to read at six months. I found it very interesting and decided to use the method to teach my newborn. Basically, it's using the flashcard system. You flash the cards uh, with pictures and words in front of the child. So at six months, I started teaching her. However, there wasn't a lot of materials for me to use to teach her. So I had to create my own flashcards and daily lessons. I had to find materials online, download the pictures, print them and organize them into different things. Um, it was very tedious but very rewarding and surprisingly it worked. So my child was able to, to recognize words at 15 months, read simple storybooks at 3 mm. and she was accepted into Mensa at 6. Mm, wow. Um, yeah. So fast forward to 2010, I had my second child. And uh, I had to go through the same process of creating new contents for the flashcards and lessons. So I told myself, since I'm creating all these materials and content, why not put it, put it online for other parents to use and benefit from it? And okay. in 2012, I quitted my job and went into full-time developing this educational portal. But it didn't work out. So I spent two years developing the portal Launch it in 2014, continued for another year. You know, I, I, I had to close down the portal in 2015. By the time I had used up all my savings and I had to rely on my wife's savings 
to keep the family afloat. Yeah. After closing the portal, yeah, I, I started looking for a new job, but I couldn't find a job for six months. Mm. So without money and job, gradually I went into depression. I didn't want to meet anyone. I didn't want to face reality. I was just gripped by hopelessness and felt that no matter what I do was pointless. So I didn't feel like doing anything other than lying in bed day in and day out. Essentially, I gave up. It, it, it was much easier for me to wallow in my self-pity. And you know, no matter how my family and friends would advise me, it never made an impact. And this went on for uh, several months. Mm. Mm. What eventually got you out of it? How did you climb out of this state? Yeah, so one day I received a letter from MOE. In the letter, it stated that there was insufficient fund in my gyro to pay for my child's monthly school fees, which was only $6.50. And it was the second notice. That really woke me up. You know, I felt so guilty because I wasn't there for my family. I wasn't being a good father and husband. I realized that I had sunk so low and I couldn't even afford to pay six fifty for my child's school fees and had to rely on my wife's savings. I, I knew that you know I had to make a decision to step myself out of of it and that was a turning point for me mm-hmm. let's take a moment to acknowledge and, and appreciate mrs quack's role in all of this i think i think she's she's, she's been brilliant and, and fantastic and and that's the beauty about being a couple right you help one another and because of that support system it may take a bit of time but you get out of it so here we are now jonathan and you've made this decision to to, to dive into the area of cleaning tech i mean what what inspired you to move from was it just a fear of education to edutech to go into cleaning tech? So I used to be in the cleaning industry many years right. ago. Yeah, right. so I, I I realized that there was always a shortage of manpower and high turnover rate. Cleaning companies are always recruiting new cleaners and training them. So um, this was not sustainable. And, and I thought, you know, maybe technology would be able to help solve the labor crunch. But I did some research and found this startup in Canada that was developing autonomous floor scrubbing robots for the commercial sector. So I contacted them and persuaded them to work with me. Eventually, I became their first distributor, sold their first robot and clinched their first major deal. We were the pioneer at that time five years ago in deploying large-scale commercial clean robots in Singapore. And it wasn't easy at the beginning because I I wasn't a tech guy. I, I knew nothing about software, coding, let alone robotics. So I had to learn from scratch and doing it alone. I, I was a delivery man, the salesman, technician, you know, maintenance team, everything. On top of it, you know, my suppliers were new as well. So there was no formal training, no user manual. They weren't even sure how long their batteries can last when fully charged. I had to test it over here to, to tell them that, hey, the, uh, the batteries can last for six hours. Uh, but they were very supportive. They were always there remotely helping me. If there were any software issues, they would dial in remotely to resolve it. If there were any technical issues, me, we would have a video conference on the phone and they would guide me step by step to resolve the problem on the spot. And that was how I learned about robots. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds really inspiring. And I do know a lot of people would benefit from this story because they too are trying to learn something new at this time, perhaps, you know, and doing it alone too. But I'd also like to know what exactly you learned from your experience with that edutech business that failed uh, that you have been able to transpose to your current experience and that you're benefiting from right now. So um, I've learned to take things one day at a time. You know, sometimes I take two steps forward and one step back. Regardless, you know, I need to beat my teeth and soldier on. So for the commercial cleaning robots, uh, it was very new five years ago. I think in 2016, there were less than 10 commercial cleaning robots being deployed in Singapore. And uh, most of them were on trial. Because it was so new, a lot of customers were unsure of, of the technology. And, I, I, uh, and they were worried about the safety aspect of the robot. You know, would it hit onto someone? Would it damage the property? You know, they were asked questions like, what is the ROI? How can it improve productivity and save costs? And I had to prove to them that the technology worked. I had to conduct a lot of demos and trials. The thing is, they wouldn't allow me to test the robot during daytime. So most of the time, I could only test the robot after 2 a.m. when there were no human traffic. So I spent a lot of sleepless nights at customer sites doing testing and maintaining the robot. And, you know, my first major deal was from Changi Airport. I spent two years doing trial at Changi Airport before they were convinced that the cleaning robots work. In 2018, I was awarded a multi-million dollar contract from CAG. Yeah, so, you know, uh, persevere. And, you know, focus on, the fo- I mean, focus on the positive and do it step by step. I, I, I love your story, Jonathan. It's so inspiring. I want to further try and paint a picture of uh, the difference between the previous failure and your current success. What is uh, Globotix's uh, revenue? And could you share, us, share with us a, a few more clients apart from uh, Changi Airport? Yeah. So the revenue is about $5 million right now. Wow. Uh, yeah. Some of our customers, like SMRT, this year we just deployed our uh, robots at Circle Line. So they tested our robot for 10 months before they awarded the contract to us. So, I mean, if you are at Circle Line, maybe some, you know, you, you might get to see the robot cleaning over there. Uh, it's also in uh, hospitals like Kote Pat Hospital, KK Hospital, Chang Hospital, Sengkang Hospital. Some of the MNCs like DB Shanker, Schneider Electric, um, they are using our robots as well. Mm. Any plans to venture out of Singapore? Yes. So um, right now we are trying to develop our own robot. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to sell it globally. That, was, that is the plan in the near future. We've been speaking with Jonathan Quack, founder and CEO of Global Ticks. And find out more, go search it up on Google. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.